1: You know, sometimes we forget the price that was paid for our salvation. It's free to us. It's free. It's a free gift. It's free. You just receive it from Him, but He paid dearly for it. He paid dearly for it. He was mocked and humiliated, brutally beaten, tortured to death to buy your free gift.
0: Papa God paid the ultimate price, his only begotten son, to redeem us. Jesus endured great suffering and ultimately death to buy us back from the enemy. In today's message, Pastor Robert encourages us to live in such a way as to honor the price that was paid to bring us reconciliation with Father God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message.
2: His love is the thing.
1: Three things. The first one is a question. Is your conduct worthy of the gospel? Is your conduct worthy of... Of the gospel, what does that even mean? It surely means that there should be an integrity to your Christianity. You know that that you're living what you profess to believe, that you've stopped all the lying and stealing and manipulating and immorality that, well, that marked my life anyway before I met Jesus. I was thinking about this, you know, I meet so many young men and women that they're they're Christians. I don't question the sincerity of of their profession of faith in the Lord Jesus, but they're still going out to the clubs. They're still doing the same stuff they used to do. Maybe they've toned it down just a little bit, but they're they're still doing the same stuff. And sometimes there's a misunderstanding that you know that that stopping those things somehow makes me a Christian or or whatever no that's really not the point the point is that when he does a work in our lives from that moment forward there is a conviction about doing some of the things that we know are inconsistent with his character one of the first things that the lord began to deal with me about as a christian was i had to stop a lot of the nonsense there were things that i just i knew these things are are destructive in my life but they're fun but it was necessary for me to put those things aside give them to him let them go and then the next thing is that we get serious about living a life of love you know I love the fact that you know Jesus in a couple of places you know he he says I'm only giving you one commandment I mean how hard can it be right just one thing Just one rule. One commandment I'm giving you. Love one another as I've loved you. And if we really look at that, we realize, okay, that's impossible. Love one another as He loved us. Perfectly and selflessly. We're not capable of that. But see, the good news is He he intends to do a work in us to enable us to live that out. We won't have to do it in our own strengths. We do it in His. But we do have to do it. In other words... It has to be a decision of our will. Yes, I agree with you that this is something that should be done. And if you'll help me, I'll do it. One commandment, love one another. The way Paul words it here, if you go back and look with me at Philippians one twenty-seven, that you stand fast in one spirit. Now, that one spirit won't be your spirit. It won't be my spirit. Our spirit's they're not capable even even though he, you know even having been made alive by him i'm still in and of myself not capable of of loving with that agape love that he's talking about no no, no it's it's his Spirit. ephesians 2 and verse 16 tells us we're being built together into one dwelling place for his spirit you and i who were his are being woven together we're being built together we are to stand together as one dwelling for His Spirit. He's talking about unity within the body of Christ. But that unity is is only possible in agape. That selfless, divine love that He imparts, that He enables us to live. And if we'll trust Him, if we'll look to Him, He will enable that. He he will make that possible. He'll bring it about in us. And he, He even tells us, Jesus Himself tells us they'll know you're my disciples by the love that you have for one another see that our community they won't know we're his disciples by how how holy we are by all the things that we stop doing by all the things that we stand against they won't they won't know we're his disciples by that they'll know we're his disciples by the love that we have for one another you know and remember he's he's talking about our conduct right our conduct, it'll be holy conduct. We'll cut out the nonsense, but they'll know we're His disciples by the love that we have for one another. When they see in our conduct the love that we have for one another. When we get serious about living a life of love, standing fast in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel and not in any way terrified by our adversaries there's the presumption that there will be adversaries you know i was thinking about this it hit me this morning and i i I worked on this all day yesterday and when i say worked on it i i don't want you to misunderstand it i was kind of soaking in it is what i mean by that you know it's I had the blessing this week of of having extra time yesterday to just read this and and just kind of soak in it let it let it stew, you know, meditate on it. yeah, let it marinate. this morning over breakfast, I got a picture of a scene in a movie saving Private Ryan. There was a scene in that movie, and I, I don't know how many of you saw it, but the you know the movie's about a a young man whose brothers, is during World War II, and um, his brothers are killed. I can't remember if it was two brothers or three brothers, but all of his brothers were killed in action on the same day. His mother gets the, the notice on the same day. And they find out there's one more brother alive, but he's in combat in France. And so somebody at the Pentagon says, we got to get him out of there. They put a squad of soldiers in great danger to go and find this guy to rescue him and get him home to his mother so that she doesn't lose all her sons. And many of the soldiers in that squad are killed as they go to find this one young private Ryan. And they find him. And he doesn't want to leave his comrades in arms. And, and they say, well, what are we going to tell your mother? And he says, well, tell my mother that I couldn't leave the only brothers I have left. She'll understand that. And they said, no, no, no. We, our brothers have already been killed trying to rescue you. You're going home with us. And he says, no, I'm not leaving. And so there's this back and forth, and they they stay, and they agree that, okay, we will fight here together until replacements come. And he says, okay, when the replacements come, then I'll go. And in the course of, of that, the squad leader is himself wounded fatally. And as he lays there bleeding to death, he grabs Private Ryan by the collar and pulls him down where he can... Hear Him. And He whispers in His ear, Earn this. You know, sometimes we forget the price that was paid for our salvation. It's free to us. It's free. It's a free gift. It's free. You just receive it from Him. But He paid dearly for it. He paid dearly for it. He was mocked and humiliated brutally beaten, tortured to death, to buy your free gift. And now Paul says, with all the passion of Almighty God, now you earn this.
0: and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy.
2: We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves.